everybody, welcome to Minivan Men. I am Al Madrigal with Majorani Chris Spencer, and today we interview, well, they interview Carolina Balsamo, this house flipper chick from Miami who's got a new show coming out. I don't know what the details are, but they, they get into it. I'm Jorge wasn't able to get it together to have me on the Skype call. And then I complained about that, and we talk about getting a gun, and we talk about my desire to house flip, and then I do some more complaining. This is Minivan Men, starting now. Hey everybody, welcome to Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani. I'm here with Chris Spencer. Uh, Al Madrigal will join us later on this episode, but right now we've got from Miami, uh, Car- Carolina Balsam- ba- Balsamo. Bal- Balsam- Bal- Balsamo. Okay, okay. You say it, you say it, you say it. Ayúdame. You, go, go. Hi, guys, and this is Carolina Balsamo That's what from we said. Miami Beach. That's what we said. Balsamo, Carolina Balsamo, who is the star of a new show coming out called uh, Flipping Miami, which actually will have aired for the first episode. By the, this comes out Monday, and yours comes out Saturday the 20th, correct? Correct. Okay, so this, so this means people that are listening to this now, make sure to watch her next week. On flipping Miami, um, which is going to be uh, a show where what do you what do you do? You guys go in. You and your husband Chris go in. You get okay. Tell us, tell us about it. So everybody watch the show this Saturday, the twentieth at one p.m. on A and E, and the show is about flipping Miami. We're buying home, cash, cash, cash. Where um, I'm the contractor. Uh, I'm actually wearing the tool belt. This time, I'm tired of seeing guys flipping houses. Finally, this time, a hot chick is going to do it, and it's for real. Um, I renovate the houses, the rehab houses, and then we sell them, and we make a profit. So, Carolyn, let me ask you a quick question. You, uh, I saw the clip you have on YouTube where they say you're like, because you're, like, you're Colombian, so you're like the Sofia Vergara with a tool belt. That's what they said, right? I, I know. That's <laughs> such a compliment. Listen. Sofia Vergara is just beautiful. And um, I think the comparison is because we're Colombians and we have the accent and we're, you know, always smiling and very happy. So I think, you know, we're both brunette, although she's a blonde. You know, she's originally blonde. And anyways, it's just because, you know, we're fellow like, country women, I believe, and... It's a compliment that people call me Sofia Vergara. Well, Carolina, let me ask you this question real quickly, and uh, I'm just wondering: Were you always, as a kid, did you were you always like a handy woman? I guess, like, were you good with the the hammers and all that stuff, or did you just pick this up recently in an effort to make money flipping houses? Okay, so I don't have any boys in my family, and my father raised me as a boy. We were always hunting, fishing, outdoors activities. But I wasn't, I wasn't into hammering and drills, believe me. Uh, but then I came here, um, my husband and I moved to Florida. Um, we bought our first house, and that was a really difficult project. Um, we learned a lot from that, to the point that I had to step it up, and I had to learn how to really uh, do things. You know, it was a learning experience. So for me, because I grew up like a boy, hands-on. It wasn't difficult. You know, it wasn't difficult at all. It was actually really easy for me to pick up a sledgehammer and um, 
do, you know, hands-on things. And I love it. I love heavy lifting because um, I really hate going to the gym. <laughs> so I prefer working and making money. That makes me happy. Well, what about this? Because we're, you know, our show is called Minivan Men, and it's, and it's me, Chris, and Al. And the three of us, you know, none, none of us are really that handy. Maybe, maybe Al a little bit. Al's, in order of handiness, it would probably go Al, me, then you. Yeah, I don't, I don't oh. touch anything. And and so the question I have is, is Chris, what is, is Chris hands on with this as well? Uh, your your husband, Chris, not not Chris Spencer here, but your husband, is he hands on or does he? Like, how, how does it? How does he deal with having a, a wife who's who's just you know, doing all the all the construction? Okay, there? first of all, my husband Chris, he can do anything. Like honestly, he's not handy at all. Um, <laughs> it feels. It feels uh, a little bit, um, sometimes I'm frustrated because the last time I told him, hey, go on, hang this picture frame on the wall, he took literally a screw and then he took a hammer. He try, he was trying to nail the screw in the wall. Uh, that's not the right way to do it. But uh, you know what? He's a really smart guy, so that? he takes uh, care of the financial part while I take care of the construction part. Okay, so you make a good team then. Excellent team. We're the A team for this business. Now, what happens when, because again, this is the Minivan Men show, so we all have two kids. So what happens, you guys, you got kids in the in the plans, and what, what happens if you, you know, are you going to, if you have a daughter, are you are going to give her a hammer? How, how's this going to work out? Uh, well, we have no kids right now, and, uh, you know, I'm very busy always in construction. It's a really uh, dangerous profession. I have my own kid. My husband is my kid. I have to take care of him. So, you know, I have a very busy life. And actually, recently, uh, I had to fire Chris from the construction site because he was taking after the cleaning, you know, very simple job, and he ended up in the hospital. <laughs> so, you know what? I don't want to deal with, um, with Chris around my uh, working site and regarding children i'm taking care of him right now so i have a hand so so you've so you fired your husband recently <laughs> yeah well you know what? i love my husband he's such a smart guy but unfortunately he's not handy and someone has to take care of that part of the business and i'm i'm you know i'm doing it i love it well let me ask you this because you know we have a lot of uh parents that listen in on our show and and the question is if people wanted to get into flipping houses, because a lot of people talk about that, especially we live in L.A., and people always go, hey, man, you just buy a house, you spend four or five months, and you sell it for a lot more. How, how, much, how, how easy is it? How hard is it? It's, it sounds like it's a pretty hard job. You know what? It's a learning experience. If you want to do this full-time, trust me, just you got to move to anywhere you want to buy houses and do it full-time. If you want to invest and buy one house, oh, my God, I want to, you know, uh, have some cash flow in my pocket. Just go through someone like us. It's a really difficult process. You know, finding employees, finding workers, liability, insurance. It's not as easy as it sounds. What is there that you can't do? I can do everything. I can do plumbing, electric. Can you roof? Can you put a chimney? You can do ro roofing? Well, I have a team of guys. For roofing, is different because okay. I need a licensed roofer. Uh, but anyways, I know a lot about roofing. So I get into the roof. I get on the roof with my guys. I tell them what to do, and I'm always supervising any job. Windows, you know, maybe I'm not licensed to install windows, but I demolish the windows, and I take care of the property. Um, what, is, what does demolish what, the windows mean? What's that? 
What does what does demolish the windows mean? You kick the windows in, or sometimes I have to. You said you do. Wait, what was that? I'm sorry. No, I was asking what is the definition of demolishing a window? You can just you can take a hammer and bash. It's just breaking breaking the window in a thousand pieces, and it feels so good. You guys have no idea. Just take a sledgehammer and swing that thing and break the window and. Bang. Have you ever had any bad accidents or mishaps? Yeah, recently, you know, Chris ended up in the hospital. Um, he was actually um, in the dumpster getting rid of some garbage and tile, pieces of tile, and he was um, swinging one of the bags, and one of the corners of the tile was sticking out of the bag and clipped his leg. Um, then, you know, it was like, it was like blood, blood everywhere, um, ambulance, emergency room and 20 stitches on his leg. So it, it gets dangerous, especially when you don't know what you're doing. Like Chris, my husband. Are you saying Chris doesn't know what he's doing? <laughs> <laughs> so are you... Uh, now, what happens? Because I, I saw again that the trailer for this it sound it looks really uh, like a cool show. What is it? It's a half hour, hour, hour long. It's one hour long. It's one full episode. That means one full house from before and after, and all the process, you know, all the renovations, and of course, it's not easy. So all the drama, you know, dealing with workers is not easy, and especially in Florida with the weather. You see, I see crazy things here, like animals, people. You know, a lot of foreclosures and people leave things behind. I found guns. Like, weird stuff in my houses. So it's interesting just to show that. Have you had to deal, have you, have you had to deal with any, like, uh, machismo on the, on the site where they're like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm a man. I'm not going to listen to this chick. Have you had that kind of situation? All the time, honestly. Like, sometimes when I'm hiring people because I'm the one in charge of, uh, okay, I have this job. I'm going to give you the walkthrough. Um, and at the end of the, the walkthrough, they come to talk to me and, let's say, Chris is around. And they try to negotiate the, the job, the price with Chris. Looking at Chris, they don't even give me some respect to look at me. That pisses me off. I mean, if I'm talking to you about something, just look at me and talk back. But don't talk to my husband. He's not even opening his mouth. Wow, you're, you're a tough woman. Very, very tough. Don't be afraid. You know, I'm actually really cool. <laughs> But in this industry, so listen, Carolina. Yes, tell me. Go, go ahead, go ahead. No, in this industry, what? In this industry, it has to be tough. I don't know any other woman working in construction, so you know I have to step it up. That's pretty much. I have to be. That's... I'm very competitive. Uh, I like proving to myself that I can do this, and it's really rewarding. So, Carolina, real quickly, if people wanted to find you uh, on Facebook or Twitter. Um, uh, do you, do you know, are, are you, are you on there? I mean, I got, I, I guess I've got here a couple of things, right? You've got, uh, I'm on Facebook. what do you got? You're on f- I have a, a Flipping Miami Facebook page and I'm also on Twitter. Um, my username is Adam Flip Miami. I'm always posting pictures because I'm working on a new project right now. So you can see me sweating, dirty, or you can see Chris goofing around as well. But at night I clean up very well. So you can see me pretty as well. So it's on Twitter. It's at Caro, C-A-R-O, Flip Miami. And on Facebook, your Facebook.com slash Flipping Miami. So again, we go to we go live. Uh, you know, this will go live on Monday the 22nd. So you'll be on the air again next Saturday the 27th on A&D, correct? Well, actually, that's not correct. The show is going to air on Saturday, October 20th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. 
And then it's going to air again on Saturday, November, November 3rd at 10 a.m. Oh, so, it'll be, so, so they'll skip one week and then come on the other week. Exactly. So the best way is people just to go to Facebook and follow you and follow you on Twitter. This sounds really exciting. I hope uh, I hope you don't shoot Chris with a nail gun or something. <laughs> no, I don't think I have to do that. I think if he keeps goofing around in my project, then he's going to do it by himself. Although, I'm going to keep an eye on him. Trust me. Okay, well, listen, thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate you ha- uh, taking the time, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Bueno, Thanks for you know, bueno taking the time suerte. to talk with me. Bueno suerte. Gracias, mi amor. Bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Spencer, and we want you to join our fan page on Facebook. It's Minivan Men. And if you want the direct link, go to our website, minivanmen.com. Hey, this is Maz Jobrani here with Chris Spencer on the West Coast. West Coast? Al Madrigal in New York. Yep. Uh, also, he's going to role play for us now. Uh, the I feel very left out of the Miami House Flipper Chick conversation <laughs> because I texted Moss before. I'm like, I'm very interested in this. I have some house flipping ideas. Well, here's the and problem, folks. Uh, we don't. We're not that high here's tech. Here's a problem: is Jorge doesn't know how to work Skype. We have. That's we're not. Problem. We're not high tech. On, no, on mini van men. You're so, not, but Jorge is. He's got all of it down, and I'm not, but it's a very simple thing to do. You initiate the call, you pay for the premium membership, and you you can do like four or five people on at the same time. It's not difficult. Well, we asked her some questions that you can listen into Al Madrigal and find out what the questions were. <laughs> Hold on, let me turn off this mini Kaling show. This is ridiculous. You know, all right, what did she sound like? She, did she go... I am. I have a house. I'm bleeping program, and I'm a help bleeper. She's not Mexican. Just... <laughs> Do it again. Take two. Colombian accent. Colombian accent. Action. I so, am a house bleeper. Yeah. yeah. No, and said... I like to bleep, bleep the house. Actually, it's funny because she was. Uh, she <laughs> she did have kind of the Sofia Vergara accent. She's got a little bit of. I think Sofia Vergara's accent is too much. I think. No, I know. I know her. That's a real accent. I know. I'm just saying. It's I go too much. in some houses and there are roaches, right? and I'm like, Ooh, I think she adds extra to it. Uh, so, Al, first of all, um, are you have you been a little catching up here? Have you been following your Giants in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they your Giants since you're from the San Francisco Bay Area? Also? They were actually. I grew up as an A's fan, but uh, now that they're out, uh, I'm also rooting for the Giants. Of course. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following. Everybody knows I love sports. If you follow me on Twitter, I, you'll find that I am a little crazy about sports. I, I follow the San Francisco 49ers and the San Francisco Giants and the Golden State Warriors very passionately, just like I do everything. <laughs> you gotta for Spencer. be a real fan. Passionately. I'm into everything. I gotta be a real fan to be a Warrior fan. That's what you're saying because they've been horrible, but now we're gonna be good because we have uh, Steph Curry and Andrew Bogut and David Lee. Hey, my boy, Mark Jackson. Who Who are your teams, yeah. Chris? I have no baseball or basketball or football team. Who's your football team? I don't have either. You know, Chris what? is married to comedy. Yeah. That's his. I need to get back into sports. I feel like I fell off like the you last grew up 10 in L.A. and you weren't. You're not a Laker fan. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying I don't have football or baseball, but of course Lakers. Yes, Lakers, the football, baseball. But I'm not fanatic about anything. Like I, I really watch games around playoff time. You don't root and loot and riot when they win. 
that's go when downtown I was a, and destroy when, when I was a fan, the black-owned businesses. You know, it's funny. I'm like you. I used when I was a kid. I used to be into it. Did any of you guys collect baseball cards? I'm sure Al did. I pretended. I didn't collect baseball cards, but I collected, um, you know, some basketball cards and stuff like that. I was I've never really obsessed on anything, so I never really went crazy and collected a lot. Um, I I feel like it's unhealthy. I I don't like. My son doesn't do that. I don't do that. I feel like it's good. I don't want anybody obsessing. On anything, I like huge collections. My brother Ray has huge collections. Had huge collections of the Garbage Pail Kids, all these things that it were collected, and I just don't. I used I don't to know. collect, and I don't know how I feel about my kid if he wants to or she wants to. But but here's the other thing: is when when what's it called now? Fan now it's called Fantasy League. When it first started, it was called Rotisserie League Baseball. Remember that? You guys remember when it was called? When it was yep. called? So when it was Rotisserie League Baseball. That was like the very that before football. Ba- I don't know if they do. Do they do it with basketball too, where they where guys sit around and draft teams? I don't think they do. Yeah, do they? no, they do. I played it. There's there's fantasy everything. So, so bef- before it, but the problem bef- with fantasy basketball is it takes forever. It takes every single day. You have to change your lineup. And um, fantasy football is a weekly thing. Fantasy baseball is even more involved in that because you're playing different pictures, different games constantly. You have to keep moving people around. It's it's a nightmare. See, that's the thing, because when, when, when it was called Rotisserie League, when it first came out, I was like a freshman in high school or something. It was so much fun to go. We, we got like a conference room at some hotel in Tiburon, Marin County. We sat around. We had our draft picks. We made our picks. We were in high school, so we, we, we followed it. Now as a grown man, I don't know. I got like, we all know, we have some comedian friends that still do this. Like, how do you find time? To get into this stuff, Al, um, I, I make the time uh, because <laughs> I, I really do enjoy it. And uh, I, I told you when the San Francisco 49ers schedule comes out, I block out my schedule. My wife and kids know that I'm doing nothing else on those days. I am very upset because this uh, weekend, well, this week we play the Seattle Seahawks on Thursday, and I foolishly committed to doing this stupid sketch show. That I got to do, and I'm just calling it stupid because it's going to be very funny. It pays you, right? What's that? No, it's just a favor. But the guy, I mean, that's why I love this guy. He's he's very funny. He's a writer on The Daily Show. I'm happy to do it. And he's, but then I learn that it's on the same day as the 49er game. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause to record the game and then do the show, and then keep not look at my phone or any sort of media or anything and then come home and watch it as if it hasn't happened. I got to tell you, your 49er party was the strangest football party I've ever seen. It was the neatest, <laughs> nicest group of guys. It was like watching a couple of scientists, a comedian, and three engineers watch football. Like, I've never seen button-down uh, 49er shirts. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's that people, you know, a couple of people made those their own shirts. Those were homemade shirts. They had to be. I've never <laughs> seen a three-piece 49ers suit. <laughs> so anyway, uh, you become a fanatic. So how was this house flipping lady? What did she tell us? That, because I feel like a lot of people listening aren't, we're, we're probably getting pretty annoying. And let me tell you why. Because everyone is doing well. Everyone is going to start making more money. So legitimately... I want to invest some money in fixing up houses around Occidental College. 
I want to not flip them, but I want to rent them out, fix them up, and rent them out to college students. And uh, I want to have rental property. Uh-huh. I've told you Occidental this. Occidental is the as a college in, in his neighborhood. Yeah, whatever. That's no, where Rock went. Well, I I agree with it. well. She you know she just talked briefly about the show and what she does. What, what was it? What's interesting yeah, about her is that uh, you know she doesn't fit the profile of of a construction dude. And I guess people that would have listened to, would be listening to this episode can go online and see her. She does. She's you know pretty Colombian lady that flips. Because I got and stuff. huge and boobs. What's interesting to me is I've always you know me and my sister have always talked about like and my mom and the whole family like the Persian mentality is own property. Yeah, and, yeah. That's why my parents have done great owning property. But I'm saying um, my parents came from nothing and then were able to buy all of these houses. My mom used to clean houses. I've told you guys the story of my mom on this show, haven't I? Yeah, you told us about that. Yeah. It, it reminds, so, me, reminds me of yeah. the, the line, uh, what was it, uh, Damon Wayans? What did he say? I used to live, I went from the outhouse to the White House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen that character? It was a character, man. Uh, I think so. so. But but the thing, Chris, the, the point Chris, I'm making is, you, is I mean, I don't, uh, you, you probably saw coming. your parents doing some of this stuff. But for for me, what's interesting is I talk about this stuff, but it's a lot more work. Like you got to be committed. You got to get into it. Hello. No shit. <laughs> I thought we lost you. That was no, profound. I just, <laughs> what do you mean? We no, got to get into no, it. I'm just you saying it's funny. Like you sit around with friends. It's kind of like look. What we do is. Like what you just said, you've committed to a gig even when you didn't want to commit. As comedians, I'm constantly running into this. I'm committing to stuff just because it's like natural. I got to be on stage. I have to go up. Right. There's nights I don't want to go up. So I don't want to perform past the age of 55. I don't want to be schlepping my old ass on stage past the age of 55. So I've got to figure out how they're waiting. Like I'd like to retire. So how am I going to retire? I'd like to have a certain amount of income property of around and I'd have to have rents coming in. I'd like to buy a small cottage, get that going for a little bit, pay it off. You wouldn't want to go fly, do a date, private jet like uh, Leno does it on a Saturday. Make a couple hundred thousand and come back? You wouldn't do that? If you blow up that big, that's fantastic. But, but I mean, let's to. count. There's, there's, you know, 20 of those guys. And there's, a, there's how many, there's, uh, let's say, 500 of us vying for those spots. No, you're it's, right. Listen, you got to have, look, especially in what I we do, but anybody, plans. anybody our age, as you're getting older, you got to start thinking about that. Like, what are you doing with your investment money? You know, what are you right. doing with your money? You know what right. I'm saying? The worst thing is seeing people get Having a little bit to of... Do it. There's nothing worse than seeing a 60-year-old middle... Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. And so, the and the dude you used to look up to as you were covered up, and this dude's yeah. making 800 bucks. Right. That's, that's <laughs> horrible. That Even less than that. Like, it, So there's guys that are doing stand-up comedy that have been just doing it. And look, it's a great job, but... I mean, for those of the people that don't commit, like Maz is saying, to stand up or anything uh, else and really hustle, you know, you could just end up plateauing and staying at the same level that you are comfortable being at. And it's I not, feel. and it's not just stand up. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm talking about like the people that are listening right now. Whatever field you're in, you could be doing well right now, but, but. Like you're saying, a few years from now, you never know. So if you can take that money and put it into some sort of property, then you're right. at an advantage. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm still pissed from being left out of this home flipper conversation. Listen, we'll give but you her listen, number. You can call her and talk to her about right. No, I know how it goes. whole interview all over again. Hey, guys, get it done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. I mean, so, okay, 
I don't care how you do it, but do it. Every episode ends with my tagline. <laughs> Get it done. Get it done, guys. Okay. Get it done. All right, we got three hours, and then I'm going to have the real estate agent come over. Get it done. Get it done. I don't know. I thought it was going to be granite. You call it granite? It's not granite. <laughs> that's see, the show. See, that's the part of flipping houses I have no interest. I like, I, I, the I, I, of it. I would love to have, if I had, a, if I had somebody who could do all the stuff. It's your wife. Then I I'd be like let's partner up and let me be some business side of it but it, but the whole thing I like pick the granite and the wall color I'm, I have trouble your picking wife. the color my wife wants to paint the house right yeah your wife your good. wife like Not you pick the color your wife picked the color like she'd pick everything she's the one that picked out all the new furniture Dude, and all that she stuff. came to me and said w- w- I'm gonna paint it white I said great she goes which white I was like I didn't know there was more than one white yeah I'm still a, stuck a, on that a, a thousands of whites all right let's take a break and come back no why not. Because I just got here. Play the theme for Miami Vice. That's been that's been uh, it's been ten minutes. We'll come back and and, and get into uh, some other stuff. Take we did. What did we get into in the first place? Hey guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. I uh, just want to tell you quickly about iTunes. Some people have been very nice and given us great uh, comments on there and ratings, but if you have not, please go on there and do that. That'd be great to inspire other people to listen to the Minivan Men podcast, and please also drop us a line. Thank you very much. Hey, everybody, we're back with Minivan Men. This is Maz Jobrani here with Chris Spencer, and we've got Al Madrigal out of New York. Um, it, a lot of people know recently we joined the network All Things Comedy. We didn't All join the network All Things Comedy. Uh, we started. We founded you started. You network. founded. You started it, and we joined. Okay. All right. Al's got you some announcements joined. to make. Go! It's allthingscomedy.com. I mean, you've got Bill Burr, Jake Johansson, Harlan Williams, all these guys on. But more exciting than that, it's got new people joining almost every single day. Tom Rhodes, Jackie Cation with the Dork Forest. Um, some people I can't even tell you. Speaking of Ian Edwards, Ian Edwards is called. He wants to do a podcast with us. Um, there's some people that I probably shouldn't even talk about because I don't have signed contracts back yet, but... Comics are flooding to all things comedy. I can't wait to announce them all. And um, I've got my special in Austin, Texas. Hopefully people will come to that. You go to almadrigal.com and you can get free tickets. And it's going to be uh, it's good. I've been practicing my ass off. So that's it. Those are the announcements. Beautiful. Those are, and um, listen to all these other podcasts. Go check out allthingscomedy.com. And sample it around. If you like movies, there's The Flop House. Tom Segura and Christina Pazitsky, they're a married couple that do a podcast called Your Mom's House. They're on there. Um, you got Greg Barrett and Dave Anthony. It, they're all hilarious. They're very funny guys. Um, Jake Johansson has done 41 Letterman's, I think. He's got a podcast. Hilarious. He's a guy that I grew up looking up to. We all did. And um, you know, there's other shows that we're affiliated with. And if, and if you want to if you want to reach us with comments or anything, you could you could hit us at uh, minivanmen at gmail or just hit us on our uh, Twitter uh, pages at uh, Mazjobrani at the Chris Spencer at Al Madrigal. Did you guys happen to catch Bill Burr on Inside the NFL? 
No, I did not. What happened? Oh, my God. He's just, no, he's just hilarious. That's another guy that we're working with that I started this thing with. He's so funny. If you haven't listened to the Bill Burr episodes, I think on Minivan Men, they're episode 8 and episode 12, I believe. I'm not sure. But you can go back and they're labeled and dig through the archives. He's one of the funniest guys that just naturally spits out gold every time he talks. And it's just, it's very funny. So anyway, those are the announcements. I missed the house flipper. I'm a little irritated. Um, it's late here. You guys are like, oh, it's 6.30. It's great. No problem. It's 9.30 and I'm exhausted. Now it's 10.08. You sound like an old curmudgeon and you're just... What do you just, think I am? Just, How long have you known just me? Just at 40. Take it easy. <laughs> I am exhausted, man. I got this special to do. We got Barack Obama on the uh, Daily Show tomorrow. It's going to be high Oh, is he security. coming? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be... Well, now this will air after he's come. Yeah. So oh, Barack man. Obama was on the Daily Show on Thursday. You should check it out. Look at dailyshow.com and look at all the uh, footage. He's going to do a couple segments. There's going to be a chat. Now, let's talk and, about uh, that as, as minivan men. Well, you guys... Uh, you I know Chris debate? was watching some of the, some of the, uh, the debate, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of things that came up that were interesting. One thing, it's, I, I don't know how you guys feel, and I'm, I'm sure people are going to get pissed at me even bringing this topic up, but um, they asked him about gun control, and, uh, and they were both scared to talk about gun control. And their yeah, response can... was, you know, uh, the, the first way to start, you know, helping on gun control is to have households with two parents. That's ridiculous. Mitt Romney made it seem like if he was elected, he could help us get more parents. Um, didn't it sound like that when he first said it? He yeah. is, you know, I, I believe in parents. <laughs> like, oh yeah, who doesn't? That's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, I, it was I, like, I, they were saying that, you know, they were saying that he's, uh, he's against Planned Parenthood. I was like, what's he for? Unplanned Parenthood? He's not yeah, the brightest. Well, well, he, it's just that he, they have, um, they everyone is very scared to come out against and, and to say anything about gun control because the NRA and people in these red states and swing states are so pro-gun. Yeah, they, they, look, they made it more about semi-automatic weapons. And they made it about mental illness as well. Yeah, and every, t- and and every time I post anything about. about gun control, I get like people that aren't on my Twitter follower start tweeting me because it gets out to the... The, the NRA types, and they tweet me back. And I'm sure if any w- once this is listened to, I'm sure we got a few listeners that are pro guns, and I'm sure that we're going to get some emails and some tweets reminding me that people kill people, not guns. Now, do either I of you guys have wait, guns wait, wait, in your wait. house? No. no, I wanted to buy one. I tried to buy a shotgun off an old man on my block, and he brought the gun <laughs> up to my house. He's going to give me this unregistered shotgun, right? <laughs> so he brings a shotgun to my door, and then my wife goes, "What's Alan's here?" And he's got something in a bag. And I go, yeah, that's my shotgun. And she goes, what? She freaks out and goes, yeah, she's not having a shotgun in this house. Zombie apocalypse. Um, maybe uh, the Lakers win again and there's more rioting. I want a shotgun so I can just pick people off in front of the house. And uh, I do. I want a gun. I, I would like to have a gun in the house in case something goes horribly wrong. I do, too. But I'm just afraid I might have to use it. You know what I'm, I mean? I, it's like I so look many forward rules. to Let's the day. he does something, breaks in the house, and now he's running down the street with you know your kid in his hand. You really can't shoot him. He, doesn't he have to be in your house? 
No, I don't know. I um... also you got to be trained. Have, have either one of you guys? No, like, I mean, if trained? I didn't get a gun, I would go get trained. I'm not gonna get a. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Look, but I do that fear of somebody coming into my house to hurt my family really bothers. Yeah, me. I'll tell you what. If I were Jason Bourne and I knew how to use a gun like really well. That's a whole think, other ball game. I don't think you need to know how to use it really well. I think you can go train. Have you gone to a train. shooting range before? Uh, no. I went once. Have you gone, Al? Oh, yes, no, I have. What I, am I talking about? Of course I have. Are yeah. you going to a shooting range? I wasn't that bad. I've never been to a shooting range, but I know I could kill people. He's like, but I've that? been to the fair, and I, went, and I popped help? that balloon. If you, <laughs> no, because I'm telling you, it, there's an art to it, man. Like I, I don't know if you – like the, it's got a kick. So every time you're shooting, it like I kept missing the target. I'm like, but I'm a strong man. I should be able to do this. And, and so – it takes uh, right, so you'll get you'll get lessons. Yeah, I just I just don't. I My gotta, problem is I don't know where I would put it. Yeah, you know what I mean, I, I put it in a safe. All of a sudden, you know, this dude is robbing me. I'm like, what's the combination? My hands are nervous. I'm shaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Circus, you hold on a minute. I want to shoot you. I just can't remember. It was 36 <laughs> That's left. That's why right. I got hold two hands. Hold on a second. One second. I got two Buddy, hammers. What's my birthday to get? <laughs> So, gentlemen, two hammers, flip them around to the nail pulling sides, and try. Let's go. Dun, who wants to dance? I'll, t- I'll just go crazy. On I got somebody. friends with guns in every room. So, like, if something happens in this room, there's something right there. And he has kids, so it's, I don't know how. And yeah. he's, got, he's got a gun in every room? Every room. Kitchen drawers and all kinds of Is rooms. he a comedian? No, actor. He's ready to go. Ready oh to my! Go. I got God. friends, with guns in their cars, little trap compartments. That is crazy. I've like I, I got a bat. I have I've had a bat for years. And there was that one time where these guys were breaking in and around the neighborhood. I don't know if you guys remember this one an earlier minivan men that we talked about it. Yeah. Where I was, I honestly was thinking of hiding in the hallway, waiting for them to come in around the corner and thwack, just you know, go Babe Ruth on them. Right. That's, that yeah. was the plan. Them? Could you do that if you had to? Could you bash somebody's face in if you had to? Oh yeah, if he comes into my house, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I still got, I still got a decent swing, you know. I if somebody baseball. came into my house, I would welcome the day for somebody to come into my house because I am really looking forward to beating the crap out of people. You see, I see how angry when I get let, let out of Listen, the home flipping conversation. Listen, this brings me to what I want to talk about today. <laughs> so we, what? we got brand new sod in the front in the backyard grass. Oh, right. fancy! You really are Somebody's making money, been huh? Flipping the sod. <laughs> What? You're going to turn it? Somebody's No, somebody's been rolling my sod up. Like, oh my God, I got to send you guys pictures. I'll, I'll let these guys see these what? pictures. Somebody comes to your backyard and rolls stuff? And they're rolling the sod. Is, so. it, a, is no, it a pet? Wait. It's I raccoons, mean, I man. Think we find, I think I found out what it was yesterday, but I've been thinking, wow, I need to install some security cameras and just get prepared and get a... That's where I've been thinking gun and bat and... Uh, boomerangs and all kind of stuff. Wait, so how you're saying times, it's how many times it's a, do I have? It's, no. it's I, so last night I drove home. I'm gonna show you a picture of it. Now you tell me what you think it is. It's raccoons. Uh, it's gotta be. There's not somebody walking into your. No, that's yeah, that's an animal thing. Look, rolled up so neatly. Yes, I'm, I'm telling like you, man. Little tiny hands. I, I can't imagine human so, uh, beings. Yeah, I mean, it's a, and it's along the wall. So yesterday, yeah, as raccoon. I drove up, I saw a possum, and I was like, no, Oh, they're not doing that's it. That's what it was. No, it's raccoons. They, it's not a possum. It's, it's a raccoons. Whatever. It's an animal. It's not a human being. Okay, did, guys. I'm going to say this one more time. Uh-huh. It's, it's raccoons. Raccoons. Why do you think it's a raccoon? <laughs> because they're the only ones who do that. Possums don't do that. You really? You know wait, the wait, difference between... Where have between, you seen a raccoon? Come on. Wait, which, which, which social study... Which, which class did you take where they told you they about roll, raccoons rolling up sod? 
I live in Eagle Rock, which is like a nature preserve over there. I got every single walk of life coming through my backyard. And when I had sod, the same thing happened. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, that's good to know. You should, you should have a show, like your own like wild animal show, but like Eagle Rock, <laughs> like animals yeah. of Eagle Rock. And then everything with, I go, it's raccoons. With El Madrigal. Like you'd be like an animal hunter. The guy, the turtle hunter, called the wild man. Goo, goo, goo. <laughs> you ever see that guy? I've never seen that guy. You ever seen a guy who fights a turtle and then he called him the turtle man? He's in Kentucky and then you don't yes. have to pay him. If you got like a possum, Chris, it's you could call him up. Crazy. And he goes, and he's sitting in your backyard and you go, okay, Chris here's got some raccoons in the backyard <laughs> rolling up sod. I'm going to see what this is. Oh, there's that sucker. And then he runs and he'll attack it and yeah. then he'll fight it. He won't. And then a friend will put it in a bag and then you don't have to give him any money. You just give him an apple fritter. That's, uh, that's a Oh, great... I haven't seen that one. I saw the swamp people. Oh, those guys too. The Gator Boys. When he's underwater, he's like, "Hold on one second, I think I got it." And you see, just he's just digging his hands in things. Yeah, and he comes up with stuff. Oh my god, this yeah, is so good. not my world. Um, nothing's your world. You you perform stand-up comedy, and you and your wife go furniture shopping, and then <laughs> you uh, have the nannies change shifts. Yeah, and then and the <laughs> nannies change shifts, and I and then I uh, I check into a hotel and get my uh, down yeah. down uh, feather pillow. To yeah, exactly. You see this beautiful baby. I got my baby. My baby. My wife just actually had to leave and gave me the baby, so she's sitting here with a little phone that sings. So if people hear that, that's what's going on. That's Mila. I'm so, Mila. what else did this home flipper lady say? Did she give you any good information, or I'm t- what I want to try to t- have our listeners hear about and understand is that they too can be purchasing these houses at in foreclosure, and we should all look into buying foreclosed homes. I don't know how you do this. How do they buy the homes, guys? Did you ask that question? We did not ask that question, but what I think we should do, I think you got a good idea. I think every listener should chip in a little bit of money. We'll get a minivan men fund going. Right. And we'll flip the first house together. What do you think I of can that? do that. And we'll have her come out here and chop it up because she's great at demolishing windows. That's what she told us about. She said, I like to break windows. She said that her husband is a sissy. He sits around and Let does me see nothing. this chick. He got, he got what his is, uh, the dumpster. Yeah. What is her name? Huh? What's her name? Ca- Carolina Balsamo. 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 Mila. Very feisty. So this has been an all-over-the-place episode. Absolutely. So if anyone's listening, hopefully people... Lots of profanity. Yeah, hopefully people are listening to this stone. Who swore? So it, it, <laughs> it makes sense. Somebody who's high is listening to this going like, wow, that episode made a lot of sense. I get it. I get it, man. Jorge will fix it. Um, as long as his Skype is not involved. So to conclude, Al and Chris would buy guns. I would not. I'm going to stick with my bat. Stick with your gun. Stick with my gun. Stick to your guns uh, with the bat. I'm and not allowed just, to buy a gun. Huh? First of all, I, I'm not allowed to buy a gun. I would buy one if I could, but I'm not, and I'm not pushing for it. And then I have two hammers. I said I'd go hammer crazy on somebody. If somebody comes in my house, they're catching a hammer to the face. That's You know, hammer is pretty short. you got to get pretty close to the dude. Why don't you get a bat, Yo, man? I plan on getting in there. That's what I want to... You know what like, you should do? I see. Here's an idea. What if you... Like put a uh, tape, like scotch taped a hammer to the end of a bat. Oh snap! <laughs> Sounds like a little, a little rascal's war. <laughs> That's fun. How about my old idea of hiring one of those day laborers to just sit in your room and every time somebody goes by, I go roo roo. <laughs> it still makes you laugh. 
That's so evil. And I think it's slightly racist, but I can't figure it out. Come it's on, man. It's very racist. What do you mean it's slightly racist? That was an episode. Were you even there for that when he was doing the woof woof? I remember that. I remember. Roof, 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 roof. You should do that on stage. That's, I think I tried it, and I, some gangbangers wanted to hit me after. This. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just hey, I'm magical to be your baseball pet. coach. Hey, Iranian, that wasn't funny, man. Did I tell you the joke? Actually, I did a joke. It's funny because, look, man, I, you know, we have we all have friends from different ethnicities. We make fun of everybody and a good and like out of love, right? And 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 it's funny because you gotta you gotta be careful as a stand up who your audience is. Because I was doing this, I think I might have told this story before, but I I was uh, I just my current wife was just my girlfriend. She was moving. I went and rented a U-Haul, and then I went to get a day laborer to get on board to help me. And at the the last time I I dealt with a day laborer had been like ten years before, where it was five dollars an hour. So these guys like jumped around the car and two of them jumped in and I go, hey guys, we're going to go move some stuff. It's going to be $5 an hour. They're like, no, no, it's going to be $20. I was like, $20? That's expensive. You don't want it. We get out. I was like, all right, let's go. So then I did a joke about this at um, O'Brien's, which is, you know, a, a, you know, an Irish pub in Venice. Uh, and it was like a lot of white people. And the joke was, hey guys, my, wife, my girlfriend was moving. I'm a nice guy. I wanted to help her. So I went and got a U-Haul. I helped her move. But I'll tell you what, not only has the price of gas gone up, so has the price of Mexicans. <laughs> kind of racist, right? It's funny as hell. But though. it's funny, right? So I thought that was pretty funny. And, there, you know, there was a few Mexicans there that were laughing because I make fun of myself a lot too. And then I, I forgot you got to know the room. So uh, like a couple weeks later, I'm doing it at HaHa, which is North Hollywood with like, like <laughs> gangbangery type yep. Latinos. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm doing That's all That's the these- only place I've seen somebody get heckled by fajitas. By who? Fajitas. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Dude, I seriously, this most sizzling plate of fajitas came out with this guy who was on stage, and everybody in the whole room, they were like, That's hilarious. <laughs> and, and it was so distracting that the guy couldn't go on. That's so funny. Yeah, that place is, is, is you know, so it's an interesting place. So I'm sitting there, it's a and, and, and I'm doing jokes about being, you know, Middle Eastern, making fun of that, 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 that. All of a sudden, I go, hey, by the way, I helped my girlfriend move. Not only has the price of gas gone up, and, and there's like a bunch of, like, dudes in the audience that are like, you know, like they got the tear, like they've killed a couple people, you know, that kind yeah. of gangbanger type. Did you see this before or Stop. after? You know, you're I saw them, the they're joke. laughing. Like, hey, this guy's really funny, man. This guy's funny. And I'm, like, and I'm like, oh, now I'm brothers with these guys. So I can, they're going to they're gonna appreciate that I'm having a joke about them, you know? And I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I, I went to help my girlfriend move. Not only is the price of gas gone up, so is the price of Mexicans. Suddenly it was like, what everything, you should say, bro? everything just got quiet. Hey. And I was like, somebody, hand me one of those fajitas. I'm gonna burn him. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I was like, I was like, uh, but anyway, how about the stupid Iranians? You know, I really, I just didn't miss a beat. Went right into the next joke, making fun of Middle Easterners. And I think, they, I think they were thrown for a minute. They're like, did he? I don't think he said. I think he said that. Mexican food. I think Mexican food. That's what he said. Okay, he's okay with us again. Yeah. Like, All right, get it done. I thought this was gonna be granite. <laughs> get it. Good callback. Get it done. Get it done. Okay. All right, man. Okay, guys. Well. All right, guys. This has been fun. Look. All right. All right. right. This has been the Minivan Man. This is Maz Jabrani, Chris Spencer, Al hey. Madrigal. Tune in again. We, we'll Mas. be more organized next week, guys. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com 
mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Bye.